Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE-FM Eminence Frankfurt. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, seven thumbs on the producer here at Issel and Louie, taking you up until noon here on How come your name got mentioned twice in that deal? You know why, Because Dan. buttons are being hit. Thumbs McGee. Thumbs McGee behind the it's glass today. It's not my fault. There were buttons hit while I was in the back thumbs, doing my other duties. Thumbs, thumbs, thumbs McGee. Thumbs, hanging out with thumbs us. Thumbs Dill. Second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental. DeltaDentalKY.com. Individual plans, family plans, plans for your employees. Check out all of it at DeltaDentalKY.com. Nationwide network of dentists. And if you are a dentist and looking to expand your practice, check out the dental, uh, excuse me, the dentist tab at the top of the homepage. And get uh, signed up with De- uh, Delta Dental and, ex- and increase your client base. We invite Jay Davis into the show now. In his normal spot from Cranes, Detroit. Jay, um, I I did the sports talk radio thing today, and I yelled and screamed about a two and seventeen basketball team. How was your Thursday going? <laughs> Not bad. Okay. Good. <laughs> I I, I want to ask you: Is there a single alum of Michigan State that could take the job after Tom Izzo and go two and seventeen, and you would defend them? Uh no. Okay. No, absolutely not. You okay. know, just because. Yep. Okay. You know, and you take a job like that, job like Louisville. You know, even look at Villanova right now and what's going on with them. Um, you know, the pedigree is there. The you know recruiting budget is there. You know, you have former players there that can help you recruit, get guys into your program. There's there's no reason for for Louisville to be as bad as they've been this year. I don't think. Jay, you mentioned uh, the the ability to recruit and the the history and the, the the past of the program. Do you think these kids care about that anymore? I mean, you know, I do. You know, because if you, I know a goal for a lot of the kids is to get to the NBA. But <clears throat> we talked last week. I think about you know, about the one and done and how it hasn't been as successful as, you know, a lot of people think it has and how most most of the champions, particularly in recent years, have come from veteran teams. And, you know, leaving a legacy, I, I always say that if you're a great college player, I think you get more love than somebody, you know, who's like a Hall of Famer in the NFL or the NBA. You know, you look at guys like, 
you know, like just think about Tim Tebow. If he goes to Gainesville, you know, for anything, I don't know if he still lives there or not, but he goes to Gainesville. He doesn't have to pay for anything. Yep. You know, if he left ESPN, he could instantly get the color job for Florida radio. So, you know, I think the majority of the kids still care about leaving legacies at these programs because for a lot of them, their college career is the pinnacle of their athletic career. Jay Davis mm. with us at Jay Davis underscore 1981. Mm. Interesting take there. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, we're, we're yelling and screaming about we, I should say that. I'm yelling and screaming about this stuff down here. And, um, you know, it's, it, is the, it is the blessing and the curse of hiring the guy who played here. Um, oh, absolutely. Where, you know, you, you know and, and someone pointing out on the text line, you know, me, I was talking about the 80 and the 86 team. And, I mean, the 80 team won the title something like 300 days prior to my birth, um, you know, something like that. And uh, just how much people want to hold on to those things. And we've had this discussion about players where you, you, you need to keep fans – interested in those historic teams and you need to bring them back for the fans it's not for the current players so they're gonna they're gonna celebrate the 2013 team here in february and they should right it's been 10 years you know that was a really special run and and those guys you know you know first title since 86 and you know really changed the trajectory of the future of the program and but the current players many of them were eight and nine years old when they won the title and that's just where we are i mean it's same thing with uk i mean seven and eight years old frankly yeah, you know, like last night, you know, Marquette and Providence played, you mm. know, in Milwaukee, and they had that, you know, that O three team with Travis Deaner, Steve Novak, and oh, Dwayne yeah. Wade. Yep. You know, they they honored them last night. You know, that's for alumni and fans. You know, that what they do. You know, particularly with something like that, that's twenty years ago. You know, do it at halftime. You show a video with the highlights and you know the sound from the tournament games and stuff like that. You know, to make people to make the kids there now realize what a big deal that was. But I mean, you know, it's. It's weird, but I, like I said, I still think there's a lot to be said about, you know, kids wanting to join in a program to leave their, to leave a legacy. So, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, when they do that next month and, you know, the guys from 2013, you know, Russ Smith gets a huge ovation of Peyton Siva, yep. you know, those guys and, you know, the kids on the team right now would be like, man, you know, that'd be great if that happened for me one day, you know, because I, I still think that stuff matters to the kids that are mm. playing right now. Okay. Mm. I, I'd like to think you're right. But I, I think when they sit on the bench and they introduce the 1980 team, I think they probably say those old fat guys could play basketball. <laughs> I think that's probably the first thing that goes through their head. Let's go someplace yeah, else, Jay. Uh, I, I, I saw uh, Coach Harbaugh has decided to stay in Michigan up in your area. It, it, does he do this every year just so he can be the center of attention? Is he like the Aaron Rodgers of college <laughs> uh, college football coaches? Or do you think he's really looking at opportunities to go someplace else. Well, I know last year he had an interview with the Vikings, I believe. I don't, you know, you know, his name always comes up. And like I said, his name comes up because he had success at the NFL level. But this year there wasn't a lot of buzz, you know, around him as far as, you know, interviewing for some of these open jobs as other guys, you know, like, you know, I think whenever San Francisco is done, D'Amico Ryan's there, the 49ers defensive coordinator will get a job. There's, there's just better names, um, excuse me, you know, on that level already that, you know, could step into some of these jobs in Harbaugh, you know. So I think the the NFL might be cooling on him a little bit. I don't know, you know. Plus, you know, a lot of the jobs that are available right now, you know, I know he, you know, facilitated a bit of a turnaround in San Francisco. You know, he was great for Alex Smith and Kyle Kaepernick, obviously. But, 
you know, you look at the jobs that are open, I think the Colts will be open and, you know, Arizona's open, Houston, those are bad jobs. And, you know, I, I mean, if I had success at that level and, and someone wants me to go back, I wouldn't take any of those jobs either. Yeah, uh, he's also been, or was, before he uh, announced yesterday he's staying at Michigan. He was also uh, bantered about in Denver with the Bronco jobs, and I think I think the Bronco job would be better than any of those jobs you just mentioned. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're a little hamstrung, you know, with draft picks and, yep, you know, sure. having to pay Russell Wilson. You know, they're, they, you know they've, they've got, that's a team that, I think even with Russell Wilson, that's a quarterback away. But Harbaugh could be a guy to you know to rejuvenate Russell Wilson's career after the bad year he had. But I I don't think that's that. Like I said, I don't think that's that great of a job. I'm surprised the San Diego job hasn't come open yet. But apparently Brandon Staley threw his coordinators under the bus mm. so he could keep his job. But <laughs> that's if that if that's the job that comes open, that's the job you know that Harbaugh or Sean Payton would take. You know if that should right. take, I should say, if they have their pick of jobs. The Chargers, though, that's that's the old uh, that's the old Patino. I take responsibility for how bad my assistants are. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so you know, and Jay Davis with us. You know, the charges. You know, the police are doing an investigation of the offensive coordinator. Is this a, is this? I mean, as bad as something maybe like a child pornography kind of case? It's weird. You know, there's still not a whole lot of details out about it. But yeah. you know, I, I don't know. They've had you know a, a lot of different things happen. You know, with the Mozzie Smith thing and all this and. You know, a couple other, I guess, I guess you would call them lesser things, but there's there's a lot going on with that program, and you know, we joke about it a lot up here, you know, because if if someone from Ann Arbor or Washington County, you know, handling the investigation, then then it'll get swept under the rug. But I don't know, you know, they put they put him on a he's on a leave of absence now, so it's, it's probably something that's pretty bad. I don't know if. It's well, something to the level of you know them being disciplined for it. And when we were kids, those things did not come out. They were very much handled in t- on the inside. Do you do you have a sense of why that's changed? Is it because of the other things? You know, the hockey doctor and the you know the the other doctors on campus that have been so you know so publicly made. I mean, I don't know what's going on in the Big Ten that they have all these disgusting doctors working behind the scenes. But yeah. I mean, is it is it um, is it because of that? Is there just more transparency because of that? Yeah, there has to be. Yeah. You know, that's that's exactly right. There has to be more transparency because you, you it's almost like and you know, it's not to that, that level of, you know, what happened with like, you know, Larry Nasser, you know, guy at Ohio State, but you know, it's almost like if if you're dating somebody and, you know, you do something wrong, you don't want them to find out from one of their friends, you know, you wanna be the one to be like, Hey, this is what I did you know, you know, I don't I don't want you to hear this second hand from somebody else. So this stuff is coming out because, you know, like I said, you know, it's almost like what what do people say the cover up's worse than the crime? So, you sure. know, now you just just being able to to make people aware of this stuff on your own and, you know, let people know that it's it's being handled or that you're looking into it is you know, it's just a lot a lot better than it used to be. Jay, let's talk about the games this weekend. Uh what uh, what side do you come down on? Are you a Buffalo Bills guy or a Cincinnati Bengals? Hmm. That's a weird game. For me, I think that's the weirdest game of the weekend, um, just because you know Cincinnati Cincinnati can't block and Buffalo's defense hasn't been that great for the last five or six weeks. I know they're both on long winning streaks, but you know if I don't I don't know what you know Cincinnati does. Do they just keep him keep Joe Burrow in shotgun and you know play that way to give him a little bit extra time since they're playing I believe three backup offensive linemen? But I don't know. You know Buffalo Buffalo was the prohibitive favorite in the preseason, and you know they had their up. Buffalo's had its ups and downs, 
Um, I know a lot of people are thinking, you know, there's let they might go on this magical run, you know, after what happened um, to Hamler a, a few weeks ago. But you know, Josh Allen last week played really badly. Um, yeah. If if you know if Miami's not playing their third string quarterback, who knows what happens in that game? You know, they were down seventeen nothing and came back. That's that's just a weird game to handicap to me. That's the weirdest game of the weekend. Okay, let's go to the NFC. Do you give the Giants any shot against the Eagles? Yeah, you know, it's familiarity. You know, this is the third time that they've played. I know the first time they played when the Eagles were, you know, 100% healthy, they pretty much ran roughshod over them. But that last game of the regular season, you know, I know, um, you know, the Giants really didn't have anything to play for, but they played really hard in that game, and that speaks to, you know, Brian Dayball, who I think should probably be coach of the year because that roster isn't great and because of what he's, you know, turned Daniel Jones into, even though his numbers aren't, like, eye-popping. But, you know, it's, that's a rivalry game. You know, that crowd for a Philly, a playoff game in Philly at night, those people are going to be lubed up. <laughs> so it, That's just going to be an amazing atmosphere. But I, I think, you know, just based on, you know, what Brian Dayball has been able to do with that team and, you know, Jalen Hurts not probably not being 100%, I, I'd give him a chance. I think that line's like seven and a half. Seven and a half, I'd take the Giants. If he got under seven, I'd, I'd probably still take the Eagles. But I think that's going to be a highly competitive game. I can't remember getting to this point in the playoffs and there wasn't a, a, a spread less than four. You know, that's kind of the – and every home team is a favorite too, yeah. I think that – I think the 49ers-Cowboys spread, like, might have gotten two, four, gotten to four or three and a half. But, I mean, that that Kansas City-Jacksonville game, Kansas City should probably cover that eight and a half. Um, like, oh, that's nine now. But that – if that – if that Giants Eagles line was under under seven, I would take the Giants just because that's a team that you know plays really really hard for every down. That uh, yeah, the Forty Nineers and Cowboys are at four. I don't know. It's Phillies you know, seven and I, a half, man. That's that's a big number. Yeah, you know if that if that Eagles Giants game, like I said, was under if it if it got to under set if it got to six and a half, I take the Giant. I take the Eagles. Eagles, yeah, right. But uh, I see. It's my fault. If it got to six and a half, I take the Eagles. But seven and a half now, I take the, I take the, uh, I take the Giants for sure. Yeah, it's it be an interesting slate of games. Jay Davis with us. I um, oh man, I I can't remember a game in this round that I think will get the TV number that 49ers Cowboys is going to get. Yeah, you know what? I, I saw this morning that this is the ninth time that they've played in the playoffs, <laughs> and, and um, I'm actually actually I'm meeting my brother-in-law in Vegas tomorrow. He's there already. <laughs> And you know, I was last week, last weekend, I'm watching the games. I'm like, all right, I want 49ers Cowboys, and that's the last game of the weekend. You know, just being out there, you know, Cowboys fans are everywhere. That's probably the biggest fan base in the country, right? And you know, just just that rivalry and watching that game with the stakes involved in the spot it is, you know, in terms of like the networks and the time the games comes on. That that's that's going to be that's going to be unbelievable. Uh, let's switch to the uh, to the NBA, Jay. I'm always fascinated uh, your takes on on the on that league. Um, Memphis Grizzlies have won 11 games in a row. Are, are they are they for real? Do they have a chance to win the NBA championship? Oh yeah, you know I, I would like them to see. I would like to see them get one more guy who can get his own shot. But you know. If you look at last year, you know when John ja, when John ja Morant got hurt in that second round series against the Warriors, I think that series was tied two two when he got hurt and yep. they lost the last yep. two games. You know, so you know I, if I if I had to pick 
the teams in the West that I think can win a championship. I guess you have to put Golden State in by default, even though they haven't been very good. And then it's Denver and Memphis. Um, you know, they, they're good defensively. They have one, one of what is, you know, one of the better home court advantages in the league. Not a lot of teams, you know, have the great crowd. They feed off the energy. I feel like Denver and Memphis probably have the two best home crowds home court advantages in the league. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm absolutely believe Memphis can win the championship. I, I l- let me ask you one more question. You asked that you, you mentioned the Nuggets. The Nuggets have won 7 in a row. Uh they have also won 15 in a row at home. And that used to be the home court advantage in Denver as you just said used to be unbelievable. I mean, if 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 the Nuggets lost more than 4 or 5 games at home, it it was an upset. Mm-hmm. But I, I how do you keep from giving Jokic? He leads. Got another triple double last night. He leads the NBA in triple doubles. How do you not give him the MVP for the third year in a row? Uh, you know, it's. I think because it's being talked about so much, I don't think voter fatigue is going to going to be a factor. Hmm. Um, you know what what happened the last couple years was I believe last year they finished sixth. And he won, and they got beat four one in the first round. And then after that, people are like, "They were." They, I, I remember reading some stuff that said that you know, just because a guy's carrying a bad roster doesn't make him the MVP. Now he's carrying a good roster. You know, I know Jamal Murray's actually played thirty eight games this year. You know, he hasn't missed twenty games. I know Michael Porter's missed like ten or eleven games, but you know, he's out there. Um, this is a good roster now. It's a good team. I think I think Aaron Gordon probably has a case to make the All Star game this year just because of what he's done on both ends of the floor. But I I, I, you, I don't think you get, I don't think voter fatigue can come into play. You know he's he's clearly the most valuable player in the league this year. I don't I don't if I were picking guys to to start a team with, I still would probably take Giannis before him just because of what he does on both ends of the floor. And I know Jokic is a much better defensive player than people give him credit for. But, yeah, just in terms of this, what is – it's a regular season award. People don't right. people don't remember that. But you, I don't think you can you can deny him. You know, he's going to get three in a row, and it's going to be – he'll be the first guy since Larry Bird to do that. Jay Davis with us. All right, <laughs> frozen envelope at the NBA draft. The Pistons are in Paris right now. <laughs> Am I reading into it too much that they want Vic in Detroit, or are they going to freeze it for Houston? What do you think? Oh, I don't. Uh, I, play I the game, Jay. Play the, that. play the damn game, Jay. It's hard because there's too <laughs> many teams. Like, so all right, so Lamelo Ball left the game in the third quarter last mm-hmm. night. You know, they they Charlotte beat the Rockets. Um, but you know, there's going to be a lot of that probably starting you know late this month around the All Star break where. You know, hey Lamelo, you know you got this injury. You know we don't want it. We're not we're not going anywhere. Why don't you sit this game out? Or, you know, I know Oklahoma City's playing over their heads. I know they're not in the playoff. You know they're they're not in the uh, playoff race right now. But you know you could see them if they go on like a four or five game losing losing streak. Them Sheldon, Shea Gilders, Alexander to get more ping pong balls. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of weird things that happen. Over, actually, Oklahoma City is ninth in the West right yeah, now. The Rockets but have already a, the Rockets have lost twelve straight. I, I'd say they're already doing it. Yeah, I don't know. I, if have you have you watched the Rockets? At oh, all? oh, they're bad. What I'm saying is, if if you're if you're the ghost of you know David Stern, are you not freezing the envelope for the, you know Detroit or Houston rather than a place like Charlotte for an international star? Yeah, but it, you know that pro, that frozen envelope thing only comes up because the Knicks had 
the you know because the Knicks were bad that year and they had a chance. Thank to you, Jay. Game. Thank you for not being you know, as skeptical as my co-host. I, this is a thought That's experiment. Why, you know, people. like you, you got to remember, like you know, like, I think Cleveland had the, fr- the yeah. first pick like four Three or five times years, in the last yeah. twenty years, <laughs> and you know, Orlando's had it twice. You know that the the big market, you know. The big markets rarely ever get the first pick. So, I mean, I, what I was about to say about the Rockets is, is that roster is bad. There's no adults on that team. You know, I, I mean, Eric Gordon. I guess you you call you say Eric Gordon is, but I don't know how they haven't, how he hasn't requested a trade or a buyout yet to try to have a chance to get with a contender. That roster is weird. You know, they got guys that. Everybody's young. Everybody wants to get their own shot and stuff like that. I don't think you know Steven Silas. I don't think Steven Silas will be there as the coach next year. That that's one of those things where you know it doesn't really happen in basketball as much as happened a couple times in football. Where you know if I'm Victor Wembanyama and I get drafted first by the Rockets, I might say, you know what, I'm going to stay over here for another. I'm going to stay year. I know you know I know they have they would have his rights, but you know I, I wouldn't want to go to the Rockets. Well, the, the the one good thing for your Pistons is it looks like My this man. is an awfully d- deep draft. I mean, Wamba Yama isn't the only guy out there that can play. What's the guy's name? Scoot something or Scoop something? Yeah, hey, he's supposed yeah, to be you know, terrific. I mean, if you can get if you could get Miller out of Alabama with the third or fourth pick, that's fair too. I mean, this this is a deep deep draft. I think. That's the one for the Pistons right there, Brandon Miller, because he's he's in that six seven six ten range. You know, he's a guy who can get his own shot. Um, Scoot Henderson, I think if the Pistons drafting him, you take the best player on the board. But if you draft Scoot Henderson and you have Kay Cunningham, Scoot Henderson, and Jay Nivey, somebody's got to get moved. Um, and it would probably be Jay Nivey. But you know, that's why I said you know if if the Pistons if the Pistons fall to three. And they end up with Brandon Miller. I think that's a very, very good consolation prize. Well, Brandon Miller talk on a Thursday with Jay Davis at Jay Davis underscore nineteen eighty one Cranes Detroit. Go check him out on Twitter. All right. Um, do you think I put this on the show sheet today because I'm always interested in these conversations? There was a long discussion about whether to retire Russ Smith's number around here, and everyone screamed and yelled about how the guys in the eighties were better than Russ Smith. There's talk about should they retire Stetson Bennett's number at Georgia? And I'm a firm yes. I think winning championships and being the quarterback of a team in a place like Georgia that cares so damn much about football and having waited 40 years to win a title and then he wins two in a row, I think it's an absolute automatic yes as a reminder of those teams. What says Jay Davis? Well, yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett's going to get his jersey retired and and in like the next 18 months there's going to be an announcement that that there's going to be a statue of Kirby Smart. You know, that's, you know, like you said, you know, Louisville hadn't won a championship since 86. Then, you know, Russ Smith leads the way in 2013. You know, you you win, if you win a championship, you know, and you, you know, that, that puts you in, you know, the minds of every, every fan of that program for the rest of their lives. So I think, you know, I think he deserves that. I know what, how many, how many jerseys do they have retired? Five, four or five. And like, you know, the best NBA guy out of them is Wes Unseld, you know, so what What that 2013 team did, despite, you know, all the stuff that came out afterwards, you can't take that away from those kids, and, you know, Russ Smith was a big part of that. I, I think a lot, of, a lot of different schools and a lot of pro have different meanings. Uh, I, I read that uh, that Georgia has a ring of honor or something like that, but, but they put, like, five people in a year, 
And that's kind of like, you know, the, the UK uh, Athletic Hall of Fame. They, they put a bunch of people in. Uh, at Kentucky, you can get your, your jersey retired, but there are no retired numbers at Kentucky. And so, uh, I, you know, I think, I, I think that it depends on the school. And I, I don't know if it, how many retired jerseys Georgia football has, but if you make the argument for Stetson Bennett, I think you can make, I think you can make the argument for a whole bunch of guys at Georgia. Disagree. Well, you the thing about that is, is like, um, so before this run, these last two years with Stetson Bennett at the helm, and I think a big part of you know why you know you you uh, you go straight to the quarterback is because a lot of the guys, you know, now they're not – they don't show as much personality as they used to. You know, there's no Michael Irvin or, you know, Desmond Howard in college anymore. There's very, very good players. There's even great players. But, you know, we don't hear them talk. You know, they're not out, you know, you know wearing fatigues like Miami was in the 80s. <laughs> but so you, so you kind of default to the quarterback. But – you know, you got to remember, before this, these last two years, they hadn't won a championship since, like, 1980 or 81. They yeah. had the Herschel Walker run for three years. And while they've been a good team that's won nine or ten games every year, they haven't been what they've turned into. And, you know, I think it's fair to say that Stetson Bennett, you know, I'll take, take Kirby out next to Kirby. Stetson Bennett's been the biggest catalyst for it. All right, well, he's Jay Davis. He joins us every uh, Thursday from Cranes Detroit at jdavis underscore 1981 on Twitter. Go find all of his stuff there. Jay, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks, Jay. We will talk to you next week. All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Jay. Well, Jay Davis on a Thursday. There you go. Hang the banner. Yep. Retire the number. Do it. <laughs> I just it, it in no sport do we do we idle do we give more praise and give more blame than quarterback in football. <laughs> just it's not even close. No, that that's it's not even close. And and yep. the, the the stress on a guy in a place like Georgia to win every single freaking game because that's what college requires in the football yep. is is remarkable. And he did it, and he got better. That's the other part of it. He got better this year. So I I, I think that's a no brainer. But I get I get what you're saying too. I think there's the difference is. At UK, you have eight titles and you have all those teams. Georgia has three titles. Yeah, good point. And so good it's just, point. it's not, we think of Georgia football as being on the level of Kentucky basketball. Until recently, it wasn't. And so yeah. that's the difference. Uh, I referenced it when I was talking about Kentucky tourism. On the other side, I'm going to tell you about my travel. In fact, it's not travel it's non-existent travel <laughs> hey a reminder that this hour of the show is brought to you by delta dental of kentucky whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy delta dental of kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists plus they offer delta vision comprehensive vision plan through vsp enrolling in a dental or vision plan is simple you can call them at 1-800-955-2030 or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. 
And welcome back to the last segment of Issel and Louie on this Thursday morning. And uh, I want to tell you about my friends at Bear Nose Pizza. There are 14 area locations in Kentuckiana, including the original Bear Nose. Uh, Bear Nose at Bowman Field. Stop in Taylorsville Road. Say hi to our buddy Rob Moody and ask for the Dan Issel mustard jar. You won't regret it. Bear Nose has you covered for lunch and dinner, carry out, delivery, or dine in. Yeah, it's that good. Bear Nose Pizza. Right. Okay, Louie, I want to tell you about my travel okay. catastrophe. Okay. There, there is an event in Louisville uh, today, a luncheon hosted uh, by the UK Athletic Department that I was supposed to be a part of. And I was going to show up in the studio this morning and surprise you and Thumbs. And I had a late afternoon flight out of Denver. We had a foot of snow in Denver yesterday, which I think just gives the airlines more of a chance to cancel and delay. And my flight was canceled. So instead of being in Louisville this morning... I am still in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Shame on the weather. That's all I got to say. Shame on the weather. Did you know about this deal? I found out this morning when I got on the board and Dan got connected. I wanted to walk in. I wanted to Dude, walk this is in the, the most st- disappointing thing that's ever happened on this show. I wanted to walk in the studio and surprise both of you this morning. You could have watched me explode in person. Well, and, you know, I, I, it, it's partially my fault. I don't know if I would have made it, but I, I took a chance on, you know, instead of running to the airport as soon as the show was over, I took a later flight or booked a later flight. And so it's partially my fault. But I'm supposed to be in the ESPN Louisville studios right now instead of at home. Was part of this that you were just going to show up at my house and use our guest room? Uh, no, okay. I don't do okay. that. Yeah, okay. I don't right. do that. Okay. I don't stay at other people's houses. That's such a lie. Play that's a lie. He stays at his sister-in-law's no, house all the I'm time. No, I'm serious. You don't stay at your sister-in-law's house in Lexington? Uh, when they're not there. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not creepy. <laughs> Is that right? They're, Is that a real thing for you? You won't stay at someone's house if they're there? Uh, no. 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 That's some rich guy privilege right there. I tell you what, that's awesome. All right, good for you, man. No, we, we're going to stay there now. We're going to be uh, in, we're going to be in Kentucky for a week, uh, the first week in February. Yep. And uh, Sherry's uh, sister is in Florida, so we'll be we'll be staying at their place then. <laughs> but now, if they were there, we'd get a hotel. There you go. Hey, I get up five times a night to pee. Uh, I I snore. I I. <laughs> I like to be, when I sleep, I like to be with Prime and nobody else. So, I'm sure she, she, she loves all of the snoring and the exits from the bed with your... Uh... See, that's why, that's, <laughs> the, the that's one of the reasons we had to get a Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> because with a regular mattress, I bounce her out of the bed when I get up. With a Tempur-Pedic, she doesn't even know I left. How's dry January going, Dan? Uh, great. Yeah? Great. How many pounds you lost? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get on the scale uh, till I have to use a belt with my pants. Now I'm so fat, 
a belt doesn't come into play. But um, oh. I, I, I'm really disappointed because I did so great. I lost 50 pounds on Vitality. Yep. And then I put, I got to Colorado and put a bunch of it back on. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get down. I'm, I have the discipline <laughs> to do it. Texture asking if you've eaten at Snooze, the breakfast place. Uh, I have. Uh, there is there uh, not in. Is there one in Louisville? Obviously. No, 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 no. There's like five in in uh, Denver. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I've uh, there's one on Bellevue. Uh, it's uh, it's right across the street uh, from the um, from the steakhouse that Shanahan owns. Okay. So uh, it's called Shan. Not across the street. It's in the same parking lot. Shanahan Steakhouse and Snooze. Yeah, Snooze is great. There you go. All right. Well, there you go, Texter. Yeah. I asked the question. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> too much information, Dan. Too much information coming down on the text line. <laughs> hey, you ask. Oh, man. I didn't ask uh, about your urination process. In the I'm, 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 a, I'm a transparent guy. Hey, apparently, I, apparently. I have no secrets. There's no opaqueness with Dan Issel. No. Uh, this is Issel and Louie taking you up until noon. Bobby V at noon. You'll get uh, him and Coach Lieberman uh, talking about um, players talking trash to Kenny Payne last night and how funny that is. And then um, you'll get a uh, first replay <laughs> with uh, Sweezy and Street all at 3 o'clock, where I'm sure James will give a measured and balanced approach um, to U of L's basketball season. Um, can you play uh, some sound for us here, Avery? And hopefully we'll get the right one this time. Uh, James did a great job uh, making sure we had the Come right on, sound. Come on, thumbs. Was, was you awesome. can do it. Hit the um, right one. Can you play KP9 for me? Because this is one of my favorite things that started to happen this season. Uh, this is on Brandon Huntfield Hat, or Hunt, Huntley Hatfield. Huntley Brinkley. There we go. Uh, here's the injury, uh, and boy, does this sound like Cal. I don't know a little bit more. I think he's still day-to-day. I'm hoping tomorrow I get a definitive answer about where he is. Um, it's obvious we need him, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully tomorrow I have an answer. Yeah, they need him. That'll turn the season around. Look, when you think about turning seasons around. Isn't this the guy that you said you thought had a chance to play in the NBA? I, I, I think if you watch the spurts with this kid, he's got all of the tools. But he clearly does not have it between the ears. No question about it. So, I, I want to read this text, but I can't. Appreciate you people hanging out. Um, are we? By the way, are we supposed to laugh after that clip? Because I, I can't tell what's funny and what's not funny. Uh, no, we can laugh. We can laugh at the fact that Kenny thinks he's going to make a difference, <laughs> but I don't think you laugh at the update. Oh, okay. Or, or, or lack of update, I guess, is okay. more more correct yeah i just I, I just want to make sure that i know when to laugh maybe we have to ah, okay. call other journalists in this town and, and get um the the cue on when to laugh because no one laughed at that one um yeah. all right uh and then um let's see here who's coach lieberman uh he was an assistant for uh for patino here and he coaches yeah. now a high school team locally uh collegiate high school mm, okay yeah uh he had moved to south florida he was coaching in the high um, I think it was, uh, it was either a Jesuit down there or I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, he was uh, an assistant for, for Patino. And, um, okay. I, did, I didn't recognize the uh, name. He, he is, he is um, the basketball Benny of the V show now. So there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Um, uh, thumbs is on the phone, so we can't get to more sound, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, if you missed any part of my uh, screaming and ranting, you can find that at the Podcast Center at ESPNLouisville.com or on the app um, around 10 a.m. Dan got out of the way very nicely because 
Dan, Dan has done his ranting on this, and so it was my turn to do Hey, sometimes you just have to get out of the way and let you go, Louis. <laughs> I get it. Um, let's play KP4 here um, because uh, Dan and I have talked a lot about uh, the quality of the players and, and, um, and these sorts of things. I, I think we need to play the trash talk one again. Go ahead. I feel like, you know, I'm open to do try anybody. I, you know, I would like for Devin Reed to come in and have some success. Um, you know, when I look at Kamari or Jalen, when they're not really playing well, who can I put in and give me something, give me solid play? And Devin did all right. Uh, Zan did all right. But I need my better players, the players that are playing 20 or more minutes, to play better. Devin Reed played four minutes last night. How, how bad does this guy have to be to not get minutes on this team? Yeah, yeah. That I, 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 you know, I, I know Kenny has to say something. I mean, I, I understand that. But how he thinks at this point in the season, when they have played 19 games, how he thinks anybody's going to get better at this season is, be, at this season is beyond me. They are paying a lot of money for this, man. They are paying a lot of money for this. A well, and, and 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 you know, I I know I know some of the tickets are sold, but when people aren't showing up, they that this basketball program's got to be hemorrhaging money right now, don't you think? I you would imagine. I mean, there's nobody that the deal that uh, that the uh, university has with the Yum Center, you know, they they're participating in just about everything that's sold down there, and if there's five or six thousand people. The concessions can't be much. Uh, parking can't be much. I guess they don't share in the parking. But, I mean, they pay uh, in the neighborhood of something like $4 million to use the M Center every year. Yeah, but it's, I, I mean, uh, I, it's a pretty sweet deal. I, I understand, but you, <laughs> you got, <laughs> it's a sweet deal if people show up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sweet, it's a sweet deal of people show up, and that's that's the concern going forward. No, no, they've got to be losing a ton of money. I want to hear this sound again because it pissed me off so much. Uh, can you play the one of uh, the 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 pet, pet player trash talking Kenny uh, paying the uh, uh, the KP three here, or no uh, KP two? I guess was what it was, and then play KP three after it because I'm not sure that I heard all of it. But go play two and three back to back if you can. A lot of the credit goes to Pittsburgh because they had a mentality. They have the experienced players. They have fighters. Um, one kid made a shot and started talking trash to me. Um, I like that. I like I like to, to see a guy play with confidence. Um, you know, fans or critics may say, I want him quiet. Act like you've been there before. There's a battle going on, and they're the aggressor in the battle. They were the predators. We were the prey. That's him. So I like what that. Was the ball moved around. Um, I could see the play coming. One of our players were sort of in the gap, not really in the gap. I'm yelling to him, yo, you got to get here. You got to get here. You got to get here. He's looking around. Boom, the ball hits his hand. The guy shoots the ball in rhythm. Turns around to me. He's not there, coach. He's too late. <laughs> I like that. But I want my guy to be there to <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that too. Oh, congratulations. 
By the way, such a young team. Sidney Curry, senior. L. Ellis, senior. J.J. Uh, Trainer, junior. Jalen Withers, junior. There's four players right there. Boom. I, I don't. I don't want to hear about it. I don't in, in modern college basketball. That's a lot of older guys. I don't want to hear about it. Don't get all revved up again. So they, so they, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> we're so bad that the other team is talking trash to me. Isn't that great? I think yeah. it's great. Everything's uh, great. Isn't it great? I, it's great. Everything's great. That wasn't Kenny laughing. That was the the ink stained wretches that were <laughs> that were laughing about it. <laughs> they great. don't. Uh, they don't have a game for a week. Correct. Well, I pity those guys. No, I'll send them home. I pity those guys. I'll send them home with no instructions. They'll be good. We'll <laughs> be fine. Uh, oh man, I don't know what to do here. I, you know, that, you, you can't. I mean, you. We say the same thing after every game. Say Stat- the same thing after every game. Great, uh, great tweet from uh, Eric Crawford uh, coming down on the text line. Thank you, texter. Stat of the day for the University of Louisville's first seven years in the Yum Center. The fans saw sixteen. Losses since the beginning of last season, they've watched the home team lose eighteen times. Mm. That's where we are. Mm. What's uh, what? Do, do you it's know the Eric answer? Crawford, to... At Eric Crawford on Twitter, but yeah, I, I I like to ask you questions that you probably don't have the answer yeah. to. Do we know the worst record in the history of uh, of U of L basketball? The worst um, record yeah, it was for a season. Early forties. Hang on, Louisville basketball year by year results. Let me grab that. I will go find it for you. Basketball reference. Um, there we go. Uh, they went 1-18 and 18 in 1939-1940. Okay. So we're right at that number. The year before, they went 1-15. And, and then two and that was in, in the 40s? Late 30s, early 40s. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Because I think I think nine and fifteen in the modern era. I know I know in the forty two years that Coach Rupp was at Kentucky, his worst record was thirteen and thirteen. Um, I, I think nine nine and sixteen was that. Have, what what of the you worst know? Actually, records? we've got this is this is it's interesting you bring this up. So the the coach's name was Lawrence Apitz, and he went ten and fifty two at Louisville. Do you think by the end of next season, Kenny Payne will have a better record than 10 and 52? <laughs> Come on. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't. They've got to get some people in there. Why, why do they play. have to, Dan? Why do they have to? Would they you come play have... here right now? Would you come play here right now? Would you send your kid to come play here right now? Uh, well, that depends on the circumstances. Is he going to get thirteen million dollars nil money like the kid, like the kid at Florida? Yeah, sure, okay. I'd send him there okay. if I thought if I thought the kid had the potential to play in the NBA. We don't talk. We don't go, talk nil he could, here, Dan. We don't, and we don't he talk could go NIL. to and he could go to Louisville and average thirty five points a game. Yeah, I'd send him there. <sighs> <laughs> gross yeah. man it's gross i just hope that kenny gets a chance with with decent players not great players decent players uh because like i said earlier i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe he can't coach maybe maybe uh, he's the reason they're two and and, and 17 but i i don't think let so let me turn it around with the roster last year so, by the way, Chris Mack got ran out of town here for going six and eight. 
Okay. With last year's roster, do you think Kenny Payne's better than 13 and 19? That's a great question. That that is a great question. I am going to have to say yes. Okay. Just because of and again, that doesn't prove he can coach, but the situation at Louisville last year, I mean that that was so catastrophic. I mean, you had a, you had a coach that got suspended for the first six games of the season, uh, which you have in, my, <laughs> in, in my mind was a way over the top penalty for what he did. Uh, and then he comes back, and everybody knows he's a lame duck, and gets fired shortly after that. And then um, you know, then they have the the assistant take over. So yeah, I'm going to say Kenny would be better than 13 and 19. All right, man. So, all right, I hear the music. I'm sorry I'm not there with you, people, but uh, I will be shortly. And uh, tomorrow, we'll have Picks Without Pat talk about the NFL games, and we'll probably do a little handicapping, a uh, big derby prep race at the fairgrounds, the LeCompte. Yeah, did you know that Instant Coffee is in that race and Echo Again is in that race? It's interesting. Lots of really good yeah. horses in there. Yeah, no, there's some. Yeah. Uh, mm. Brad, Brad Cox is, is loaded. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. This has been Issel and Louie on ESPN Radio. We hope you'll join us then. Have a great day, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com.